Good morning, Vietnam. All right, that was unenthusiastic. If you don't get the reference, it was a Robin Williams movie where he played a uh, radio DJ in Vietnam, Air America, or whatever they called the uh, GI radio. Anyway, good morning, good evening, and good day, depending on what time of the day you're listening to this. Uh, my name's Tom, and welcome to the Saga of Steve Rogers. The email address is steve at sagaofsteverogers.com. The website, sagaofsteverogers.com. Check out the archive. There's a Saga store. So if you're looking for a Christmas gift, you can click on the link and buy yourself or someone you love or hate a uh, Saga of Steve Rogers t-shirt or a mug or a beer koozie. If you don't know what that is, it's you shouldn't buy one then. Um, but there's also a lot of other cool things there. Way to support the show, you can either go to patreon.com forward slash Saga of Steve Rogers. You can go to the Saga of Steve Rogers store, the link on my website. Or you can just tell people that you listen to the show and it's awesome and they should check it out. This is part two with my friend from work, Kaylee. Um, we talk about fathers and their failings and not being awesome. We talk about how she busted out of the friend zone with... The guy that was her best friend from all the way back in school and is now the guy she's moving in with. So um, she's living the dream, people. She figured out how to get out of the friend zone after forever. This is part two. So if you didn't hear part one, go back and listen to part one. We also talk about decisions that parents make and how they have repercussions in our emotional growth and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of a serious episode, but it's also a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado... Here's an intro from the amazing Amy, and then part two with Kaylee. Thanks, and uh, mahalo. I shouldn't steal from Adam Carolla, but I just did, so mahalo, bitches. I'm not sure why you want to listen to a podcast. The thought of listening to random people you don't even know drone on and on about even more random topics seems horrible, yet here you are. You've chosen to download this podcast and you will choose to listen to it. You're doing so of your own free will. Some of the things you hear could be happy or sad. They could challenge your current mode of thought, expand your horizons, or yes, even make you mad. If, while listening, you become offended, feel free to turn it off. It's your choice. Don't bother running to mommy, sending a nasty email, or trying to drag HR into your stupid little opinion. You're controlling how you spend your time. If you don't like it, don't listen. It's that simple. they just don't care about your feelings like i got bullied a lot as a kid like those kids like never thought about like how i felt they just wanted to laugh like a lot of people just don't care like they care about themselves and that's about it so what did bullying look like 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 do you think did it start early was it more high school like no, it started like in elementary school. Damn. Yeah, like I remember my dad gave me a um, a stuffed animal that he brought home from Iraq, and I carried that stuffed animal around with me all the time. What was it? Uh, it was a little stuffed moose. A it's, moose? Yeah, it was a little moose. What would anybody in Iraq have a concept of what a moose is? I have no idea. I would think not. Mm-mm. Anyway, I, 
I remember I had that, and, like, these boys, like, used to pick on me and take the moose away from me, and one of the boys, like, ripped the head off. Jesus. And it was, like, it was sad, because it was, like, my favorite thing. Like, my dad gave it to me, but they ripped it off. Um, one kid um, depanced me in the fourth grade. I very much remember that day. Um, I was hanging out, just minding my own business, and all of a sudden, this kid pulls down my pants and I was wearing the most embarrassing fucking underwear. In my I was life. just gonna say, hopefully you were wearing cute chonies. No, but no, no. It's it was it. Honestly, I don't know why they made these underwear, but they were yellow and and white, and they had a sparkly like lettering that said "Daddy's Number One Girl" on the ass. No, no, on the on front. front. Yeah, on the front. It was <sighs> awful. And that and that just made the the teasing much worse because oh, then yeah. that became your name. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, everybody, it's daddy's number one girl. Okay, and then why, it, like, I didn't think about it as a kid like that being awkward, but why is there kids' underwear that says daddy's number one girl? That's kind of gross. Like, it's kind of cringy. I don't know. I guess. Like, as an adult looking back, I think it's kind of cringy. Yeah, but at the time, it's like, I don't know. I could I could see both sides of it. Yeah. I, n- now, finally, having kids. If I never had kids, I would go, yeah, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> But having kids, like, I, whenever my kid wears something, like, that says dad anything, I'm like, that's my kid. <laughs> like, I get all up in my feelings because I'm a feeler. Like, people that are not a feeler may not feel the same way. But when my kid wears something, it's like, you know, daddy's boy. I'm like, yeah, you are, buddy. <laughs> or, yeah. Or he wears something Captain America. He's like, look, dad, I'm your podcast. I'm like, oh. Way to make it about me. Let's make it back about you getting your underwear shown to the world. So yeah, daddy's yeah. little girl underwear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fourth grade. And then um, that happened twice to me. The same kid the pants same, you? No. Two different kids. They were both best friends though. <clears throat> so it was like a a, a, a little bully click. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happened twice in the same week. And it was, it was just. It's almost like a movie. What In a movie when there's a bully, there's never just one. No. It's a group. It's always a group. Mm-hmm. But the group like. Sometimes it's just two instead of like 15. It's the group's never the click. The bullies never just one bully. No, no. It's a group of them because they feed off of their each other's energy. Like there's a bunch of like there's a dick group of kids and they just all like, oh, yeah, let's pick on this person. Because... But was there one that was more dominant than the other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there always yeah. is. There's an alpha dick and then the little dicks. Yeah, exactly. The whole douche canoe. Douche canoe. It's a douche canoe. <laughs> somebody has to steer and somebody has exactly. to paddle. Exactly. There's a worker bee and this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Exactly. And do you know that? Like, are they still? Do you like know they're still alive? Are they yeah. still in the area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of them like lived next to me, and actually, I had a really bad incident with them in junior high. So. So it wasn't just an elementary school thing, and then they grew out of it. They were yeah, no. douches for a while. Yeah, for a long time. Like. It's kind of like a dark story, but um, one of the kids was my neighbor, so we walked home from school from junior high together. It was just like a mile down the street, so mm-hmm. we just would walk there together in the morning and walk home, and there was an abandoned house that was on the way home. You and the bully? Me and the bully. Like, we became friends after a while. Like, he apologized, like, whatever. Okay. He, you know, kids, like, fight, and they make up. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So we just became friends because he was my next-door neighbor. Okay. Um, we always used to walk home together, and eighth grade, yeah, it was eighth grade, there was an abandoned house that he wanted to go into. Well, I'm a chicken shit, and See, I See, to me, that sounds like a bad movie plot. Like, it, it, my life kind of is a movie. I'm just kidding. No. Go ahead. Okay, so the kid... No, I wasn't saying you're making it up. I'm like, oh, this never sounds good. It's like... 
let's go in that abandoned house. No. Yeah, I didn't want to at all. But you did. Um, but I was forced to because he grabbed me. He grabbed my arm and he like yanked. He, he was stronger than me. He was a football player. He grabbed my arm so hard he like left bruises and he pulled me into the abandoned house. And I was like, no, I don't want to go in there. Like I was a chicken shit. Didn't want to like go do anything like that. It was. Or you of, could just say I was smart and didn't want to go in there because yeah, it doesn't make you a bad person because you want to go. <laughs> yeah. He was a dick for grabbing you and trying to make you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. So then we got to the abandoned house, and he didn't go in there, but he pushed me up against the abandoned house and sexually assaulted me. And oh well, Jesus. Yeah. So that happened in eighth grade. So the bully became like a sexual assaulter, and. Um, then I, I had to walk home by myself. I cried all the way home. Like, I just, I, he finally, I was crying, like, say, stop. Can you please stop? Like, I don't want to do this. Like, please stop. And something clicked in his head and he let go. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know why I did that. And I booked it. I just ran. I started running. I ran all the way home. I cried, called my brother, and my brother told my parents. And my parents called the cops on them. And I had to go do file all the reporting and do all that stuff. And they had to take pictures on my arm because I had the bruise on it. And Jesus. Mm-hmm. So was dad here or deployed at the dad time? Dad was deployed at the time. Great. Yeah. yeah. Dad was deployed at the time. So it was just my mom. Okay. So um, his dad was a police officer, though. The guy's dad. So nothing really ever happened. I don't know. Yeah. We just couldn't be in the same school anymore. Like, I, rem- I think there was, like, a no contact or something where we couldn't be right. in the same area. So he went, he transferred to a different school in high school. So high school, he went to Perry, and I went to Basha. Jesus. Mm-hmm. But he was no longer, so it wasn't the click? He wasn't hanging out with that other guy anymore? No, I don't, rem- I don't even know. I don't remember who that kid was um, anymore. He didn't, go to, he didn't go to the same junior high as us. He went to another junior high. So they broke, you broke the, cl- well, the click broke up because yeah, of, of proximity. Yeah. yeah. Not because of like, they both grew out of it. Obviously yeah. he was still a dick. Probably. Yeah. So he still lived next door to your parents? Um, yeah. So he still has the, the, the family lives there, but I don't really talk to him or know any, I don't have, I don't follow him I anymore. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. So I don't talk to him anymore, but. So after that, did you ever see each other or talk or? Mm-mm, we got put in different classes. Yeah. So we didn't talk at all. We just, we hardly ever passed each other. Um, I remember like telling my friend about what happened, like one of my good friends that I had, and he obviously is not going to tell people he did that. So I told my friend what happened, and then she went to go talk to him to see if he really did it, and he said no. He said, of course not. Why would I do that? So I got bullied a lot for that because I made up a story. So I made up the story about him sexually assaulting me, and I was just looking for attention. So I lost like a lot of my friends that eighth grade year, and I ate lunch with the principal for the remainder of the year. Well, that sounds fun. It was fun. That really endears you to the rest of the, the populace, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, she's she works for the man. Mm-hmm. Yep, so I ate lunch with the principal um, for the remainder of the year until this girl named Olivia, um, she said, hey, like, I know you're going through a lot. Do you want to have lunch with me and my friends? And that was that was a good day. Oh, Yeah, so she kind of adopted me, and I got to hang out with them a lot. So it was nice. I don't I talk like- to her anymore, but... I like Olivia. Yeah, she was nice. I mean, maybe she did a shitty thing later. Who knows? But Oh, I don't know. She's got a kid now. She's like has a kid and it's all grown up now. I can't quit playing with this stupid fidget spinner. <laughs> is it is like I see you looking at it or you're no, like, I'm I just keep like I'm watching it, down. it cause it's like spinning. It does it, it lights up too. Oh, so cool. It's It's the oh, okay, that's kinda cool. Fidget and then it does are... different light ups, so like if you press it so many times it does different stuff. 
Yeah, and I can't, I can't, I just can't stop fucking with it. It's probably, it's a problem. Some people just need to have something to it's do It's a 12 while step talking. program that I need to go in for playing with. Like, it's not even mine, it's my kids. I took it from my kid. <laughs> not only did I, did I, do I keep playing with that thing? It's, you took it from But I took it from kids. a child who should have the fidget spinner because it's theirs. A, they got it for trick or treat. And B, it, it's a kid toy. But I got a giant wall of toys over there, so I can't say anything about <laughs> not having toys. The boy, when we first, I started to say adopt him. We haven't adopted him yet. But when he first came in, he's like, oh, my God, are these all mine? I was like, no, <laughs> no. He's like, they're toys. I'm like, yeah. He goes, you're a man. You don't have toys. I'm like, kind of kind of do. Kind of do. He's like, well, are these ever going to be mine? I was like. Maybe when you're older and like don't when you're, take them out of the box. Yeah, when you're older and you'll, you know, not put them in the ceiling fan like your brother did with Haley's head. But okay. anyway, yeah, I I don't know why I went from your abuse to my fidget spinner. <laughs> really, really horrible segue, by the way. <laughs> wow, makes that's it, it makes it lighter. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, it wasn't fun. No, no, but you learn a lot. Like, you learn a lot about your surroundings and the people you surround yourself with and makes you open up more to the world. People are dicks. But it also makes you close off to the world. Like, you may not trust somebody because this guy was not... I mean, he wasn't a friend, but he wasn't not a friend. Yeah. I don't know. I never really thought of it that way. Like, I still... I'm open to people and I talk to people. It didn't really hurt me in that way. Um, I was just more sad that I couldn't defend myself and couldn't push someone off me and do that. So that makes sense. Because yeah. I know not all people are like that, but you know. But some people, some people are. are. Yeah. And that guy's a dick. Mm-hmm. We should name him. No, we shouldn't. Mm, no. I don't know what no. a good name is for him. No. No, I was saying his real name. Let oh. people shame him in life, oh, but yeah. Yeah, probably not. We've already, we've already made it. We've already made fun of enough people who may hear this, and you know, <laughs> the hoarder and the yeah. lovely brothers, lovely brothers, lovely and brothers. <clears throat> the shitty ex, uh, shitty dad's ex-wife, and then mm-hmm. the and then friends the one with year. benefit year, <laughs> the one year fucker, the one year fuck over there, and <laughs> your dad being into eighteen-year-olds. We've kind of, kind of, yeah. Yeah, my dad's a great guy, though. No. I, I definitely wouldn't trade my dad for the world. He's taught me a lot. He's a good guy. So you said that you talked earlier, if you didn't hear this, it was in part one, so go back and listen to part one. Um, you talked about your dad not being there a lot, mm-hmm. and then when he would come home, he was kind of stern, and, and plus he didn't know how to deal with girls as opposed to boys. He would try to, he would just treat you like he kind of treated the people in the military. He's used to telling people to do something and they did it. And he's like, why aren't you doing that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. How yeah, was that? Get frustrated. Um, it was just like, I didn't want to do it because if you're going to yell at me to do something, I don't want to do it. So I'm not going to do it. So I kind of just had that head butting, like, I'm not going to do this because you're yelling at me to do it. Like, so it's not really like a true rebelling, but it's kind of like he took it that way. It mm-hmm. wasn't like you were just like, fuck that, I'm not doing it. You're like, you could ask nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. you probably would have done it if you had been asked or if you've been told to do it nicely and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. But I think a lot of it was just the teasing. It wasn't so much of that. It was just like the teasing that happened and him not knowing when to stop. Like, I remember one time it was like 
I, w- I had a first, like my first boyfriend in high school and mm-hmm. it was like, okay, now you have a boyfriend. So we got to talk about the birds and the bees. And you're he like, it's high me, school dad. That should have happened a while ago. He talked to me in the grocery store about it. He literally got like a cucumber and a donut and was like, okay, so this oh is what God. happens. And I was like, please, no, like, don't do this. And he just wouldn't stop. And, and he like, broke the donut. And he's like, see, the donut will break <laughs> if you get too big of a cucumber. No, and kidding. he's like, and you need to start, like, you need to, you, like, use condoms. And get you. have you talked to mom about getting on birth control? Like, mm, what you should have said is, hey, dad, why didn't you talk to my brother about that? He's got five kids from different. Exactly. Dad, you're starting this conversation about 10 years too late. Exactly. Yeah, it was 10 years too late. Wow. I mean, not saying you were fucking at 10. I'm saying that you... That yeah, he I was should an have awful kid. Thing. Yeah, you're like a. Yeah, oh my god. I was an awful kid, just you know, having sex at ten years old. Should have been telling your sons that, Dad. Exactly. Oh wow. I was a pretty good kid. Yeah. I didn't do too much. Well, they didn't know that I did that much things. Like, what was the? What's the thing that you? So they may. Your parents may hear this, so you can oh, say. Oh, they already know now. Oh, so what's the worst thing you did? The one thing you wish they never knew that you did. Um, I picked up the fidget spinner again, by the way. Fuck. I think one time. I'm going to try not to hold it. My parents went to California for a weekend together, and they told me not to go anywhere. Well, obviously, I'm going to go somewhere because I don't want to stay at home on a weekend that my parents aren't there. Right. So I went over to my boyfriend's house for that weekend. Mm-hmm. The whole weekend. Yeah, pretty much the whole weekend. Were his parents there? Yeah, his parents were there, but they liked me, so they didn't care that I was over. Okay. Um, and I was driving his little nice Camaro that he told me not to drive. His being dad? Yeah, dad's Camaro. Okay. So I took my dad's Camaro over to my boyfriend's house, and I got a speeding ticket on the way home right next to his house. So I obviously had to call my dad and let him know, hey, I got a speeding ticket, and this is where I got my speeding ticket. So he caught me in the act of... Staying over at my boyfriend's house when I shouldn't have. And I was 15, so. so not you 15, I was 16. No, 16, yeah. I was going to say, you weren't even license. supposed to be driving. Yeah. No, I, was, I, was, I had my license, but I just got my license. So they left the car home. Did they leave the keys just in case you needed it? Or was it just you just took the car just, and they didn't know you were supposed to take it? You were going to use they it for just, anything? I, well, I had a little Toyota that I drove around. So you had your own car? I had my own car, but I wanted to drive the Camaro. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to drive the nice car. So you had your own car mm-hmm. at 16. Yeah, my dad gave, well, it was like the kid's car. Like the, my dad Still. had a 2005 Toyota Corolla sure. that my brothers used and I used. So yeah, I had that to drive around. But I used the Camaro. But you're like, nah, I want that. Yeah, I want, I want the nice car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were driving super fast. How fast were you going? 65 and a 45. So it was, I mean, this is pretty. It was a super ticket. Like the ticket was probably pretty expensive. Um, I believe it was like four hundred dollars. Yeah, it's it's a flat fee plus per mile mm-hmm. over, the, and you, they got you for twenty, which means you're probably going more than that. And they yeah, downgraded I was. It. He he. It was what are those tickets called when you go super fast over? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but it was supposed to be worse than it was. Right. But he dropped it down because I was, this is my first speeding ticket and I was a kid and I was crying when he gave me the ticket. So. Did you? Oh yeah. I burst into tears. As soon as those lights came on, tears just immediately started flowing down my face. And I was like, okay, officer, uh, I'm sorry. And then he's like, okay, here's your warning. And it was a ticket. <laughs> it wasn't a warning. Yeah. The warning is. Yeah. You're getting a ticket because you, you, you fucked up. So. And you had to tell your dad right away. Mm-hmm. Did well, you have a job? So did you have your own money to pay the ticket or did dad have to come up for the four? No, I, th- I had my own job. So I worked yeah. at the vet clinic. Um, so the, I worked at a vet clinic prior to working at the bank. So I worked there through high school and I paid my ticket that way with that money. So 
growing up on the farm kind of prepared you for the vet clinic? Well, my mom was a vet tech, so I used to volunteer with her, and then I got a job there because I worked my ass off to get the job there. At the same place where your mom used to work? Mm-hmm, exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so my mom kind of, I kind of follow my mom's footsteps. So she was a vet tech, I was a vet tech. She was, does nursing, so I want to look into nursing. So. Are you seriously thinking about going into nursing? I'm thinking about doing either nursing or being a dental, like, hygienist. I, I would... <laughs> They're both gross. Yeah, okay, that's true. But nurses, I mean, nursing is really hard to agree. People are like, oh, I'll just be a nurse. So like, is dental hygienist. But you're cleaning shit out of people's teeth. Okay, if I be a nurse, I'm going to have to clean shit out of people's asses. So, you know, what's the difference? But not all that. <laughs> like, the dental hygienist does nothing but people's mouth mm-hmm. and the mouth is the filth well it's not the filthiest place the ass would probably be much worse <laughs> but you're not gonna as a nurse you're gonna at some point you'll be like oh i gotta go give them medicine or i gotta talk to people or i gotta take notes or whatever and then i may have to drop a digit on somebody to clean out the inside of their <laughs> asshole but as a dental hygienist you're always going to be in somebody's mouth now the the best most attractive mouth is still a fucking mouth that's got food <laughs> in it and got unchewed food particles jammed between the mm-hmm. teeth like Cindy Crawford one of the I was I don't know why I picked Cindy Crawford as the essential level of beauty anyway Cindy Crawford smoking hot gorgeous woman she's got something stuck between one of her teeth all of the teeth right now that smells horrible and her dental hygienist has to pick that out. You'll do nothing but pick out shit out of people's teeth. Have you seen their salary, though? No. Yeah, their salary is pretty nice. So. All right, hold on. Hey, Suri. How much do dental hygienists make? In 2008 in the United States, the median wage for dental hygienists was about 66600 U.S. dollars per year. That's in 2008. Yeah, so it's around... Way to have updated fucking figures, <laughs> sir. You suck. It's about 70 to 80 grand a year starting out. Hey, Suri. What's the average nurse salary in the United States? In 1972... In 2009, in the United States, the mean wage for licensed practical and licensed vocational nurses was about 40900 U.S. dollars per year. So cleaning out people's ass is less financially. (laughs) (laughs) You make less money cleaning out an ass than you do the teeth. Exactly. So ass or teeth, pick your choice. Ass or teeth. Yeah. Okay. Or you could be doctor, like a doctor pimple popper where you do nothing but squeeze jizz out of people's face. so gross. No. Have you ever seen those videos? Uh, Yeah, I like watching them, but I couldn't do it. My wife loves, she'll like, oh my God, you got to look at this. And I'm, it's the nastiest shit ever. Mm-hmm. It's like, look at this. Why is that black? I'm like, I don't know. I, well, it's gross. I mean, I'm kind of a picker, but I wouldn't want to do it on other people that I don't know. But like if Josh has like a pimple or something, I will pop it. Like I have to. Seriously? Yeah, I have to. It bugs me. Oh. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Okay. So I wouldn't want to do it on someone I don't know because like you don't know their skin or how they take care of themselves. But you'll be in their mouth or their ass, one or the other. (laughs) Yeah, because I'll have gloves on. Well, you can put the pimple lady puts gloves on. She doesn't just squeeze zits on people without gloves. You don't know what kind of diseases people have. Yeah, and but (laughs) so if you have to pick one or the other, the ass or the teeth, which one are you more likely to do? Do you think? Um, 
I'm thinking more like dental hygienist because they make a little bit more. I definitely want to travel and, you know, make some money. Okay. Dental hygienist. And then I'm also still stuck on this job, too, because I kind of like where I'm going. Like yeah. I've been going up. For, mm-hmm. I've only been there for a year and a half, and right. I've grown so much. You so. have. But so. pick... <laughs> I don't know. I never, th- never would have thought that a dental hygienist made that much money. That's a lot of money. And then if you become like an actual dentist, oh my goodness, you make a ton of money. They're going to give you a quote from 2010. Yeah. Back in 1842, <laughs> dentists made $1 a year. Every tooth they pulled out. Hey, Surrey. What is the average salary for a dentist in 2019? Okay, I found this on the web for what is the average salary for a dentist in 2019. Check it out. Yeah, but she can't read it to me because it's fucking not accurate. (laughs) Average dental salary by state. Let's do that. Average salary by state. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. Uh, Arizona. Arizona dentist salary. They make per hour... 80, where did it go? I scrolled up to see what the columns were, and now I can't find it. Uh, $75 an hour, 157000 a year. Mm-hmm. That's why my dentist drives a Corvette. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That's yeah. a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but they also, the schooling is extremely ridiculous. In I'm New sure. York, it's 180000 average per year. But it also costs more to live there. Yeah, it's a shit ton more. It costs a lot of live down here in Chandler. Oh, my goodness. It does. Looking for an apartment? Whew. You want something nice? You're going to have to pay, like, almost as much as a mortgage for an apartment here. Very true. So, but, so you're, let's, let's go back and let's talk about, so you were living with a guy when you first started on my team. How long were you guys together? Uh, we were together a little shy of two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where'd you guys meet? Um, we met on Tinder. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I swiped right on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a little bit of comp. We talked for about two months. And then he, you swiped, and then he went, "Oh yeah, okay." No, he swiped me first. He so swiped when I first. Swiped, it's a it's a match. Okay. Yeah. He swiped first. Yeah, he swiped first, and then like I think a couple of days went by. Like I didn't talk to him because I don't like making the first conversation on Tinder because it's kind of weird. Sure. Um. So he messaged me, and it was like a sweet little message, and we talked for like a couple months. Um, and then we met up for coffee. You talked for months before you met? Oh, yeah. I don't want to, like, meet some strange man I met off the internet, like, at, like the week we start talking. So I wanted to get to know him, talk to him a little bit, till I felt comfortable enough to be like, okay, we can meet at a coffee place. Because we met at coffee. So. See, I, <clears throat> I wasn't smart when I was online dating, and I never did just coffee. Oh, yeah, I, I've had some questionable online dates before. Oh, man. Well, first off, Tinder mm-hmm. is the hookup app. I like mean, it. Yeah, it's kind of a hookup app. Like, I used it in college a lot. Right. In my college days. So yeah. I've met dad some questions. That doesn't mean she was hooking up with a bunch of people in college, Dad. Just your yeah, dad cringed no, a little. His ass tightened up, up just a like, little bit. Yeah, He's no. like, ooh. No, I, Dad, I didn't sleep with anybody in college. No one. Okay. Yeah. So I used Tinder in college um, and I met some people. And so that's how I knew, like, there's some nice people on there. A lot of people do want to just fucking right. leave. But some people do actually want to, like, date 
whatnot. So I thought it was just it's like so there's Ashley Madison where you can fuck people that are married. That's oh, you never heard of Ashley Madison? No. Ashley Madison is a site. So the guy you're like, wow, my friend's a piece of shit. No, the guy was on Howard Stern. So this guy created a website for people that are married that don't want to be in. They don't want to date or be in relationships. They just want to fuck somebody that's married and so they can have an affair and not be in a relationship with that person. Hmm. So you get somebody else that's also married. So you're like, it's easy for you both to be pieces of shit, I yeah, guess. Okay. So that's, that's that lane specifically. Ashley Madison is just for people that are in relationships, not looking to, to marry the person or date the person. It's just... I'm fucking you and you can't tell and I can't tell either and blah, blah, blah. So I thought Tinder was just the one lane of people that just want to hook up with no strings attached. But Mm -mm. then it became something more than that. Yeah. So, yeah, it became something more than that. So it's it's still a hookup app, but you can also meet people who want to date on there, too. So I was on Plenty of Fish. Okay. I called it Plenty of Freaks. It was the... (laughs) They, it was it was horrible. I've met someone on there before. Did you? Yeah, it was an awful date. Oh, man, online dating is the worst. Mm-hmm. But are you so? Have you ever dated anybody that you didn't meet online? Like, did were you ever somewhere and somebody came up to you like, "Hey, we blah blah blah, we should go out. Let me give you my number." Or, yeah, in high school. Did you do that to anybody, or were you always the person who was? asked out um typically i was always the person who was asked out i didn't really like you never myself. have you ever asked anybody else out though um yeah i actually did my boyfriend that i did now mm-hmm. um, that i'm dating now i asked him in freshman year of college i told him i loved him and i wanted to date him and he said no he so said that no. was the last time you asked somebody out. yeah exactly <laughs> it, it, it was really awful i felt horrible like i was sad <coughs> it, it, it crushed me but it, it ended up being okay it, it worked out you know Seven years later, but at the time, he changed the course of your life forever. Mm -hmm. Pushed you to online dating. He should know that he caused... I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I was online dating before that. So it's like as soon as I got out of high school, like I got on a dating app and Mm. just wanted to meet different people. So I dated a 28-year-old when I was 18. Did dad know you were dating a guy that was 10 years older? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I mean, he can't say shit because he did that. Well, I thought, like, because my mom dated someone older that maybe I should date someone older because I thought I was so mature at 18. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to date this, like, 828-year-old man. It didn't work out. No. Because he, like, went to bars and, like, wanted to go do stuff. And I'm like, I can't. I'm 18. So it didn't work out. I can't. I have homework. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I had homework. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, exactly. I had college and homework and all that. So it didn't work out. Mm -mm. Okay. So... The only time you ever asked somebody out face to face was the guy who's now your boyfriend. Oh, but that wasn't time. even face to face because I was in college at that time. Yeah. So I sent him a text message. Uh, yeah, it's the, I'm the error of sending. So you texts. sent a text of "I love you. I've always loved you. You're the greatest thing ever. We should we should be we should date and we should be a couple." And he was like. Well, he's like, if we would have dated, it would have already happened already. He's like, you're my family. You're my best friend. And I don't want to risk that. So, oh, yeah. Um, but he was going through a lot at that time. And he didn't he had the real reason he didn't want me to put put me through what he was going through at that time because he wasn't ready for a relationship. So he wanted to wait till later till he was more mature and had his ducks in a row to date me. That's cool. Yeah. So when I broke up with my ex-boyfriend, he told, we went to dinner, Josh and I, and he told me that he loved me and that he wanted to date me. And I know what you should have said? 
Mm, I don't really. I don't. <laughs> we 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 would have already dated already when I asked you. Like, yeah, in, in we would have already dated already before when I asked you or when I asked you. So hmm, I check, give him please. crap about that all the time. Do you? Yeah, I just think it's funny. Does like, he take it well? Yeah, he takes it yeah. really well. We both grew up in a family where they tease each other. We mm-hmm. tease each other, so we both get along. We tease each other and just have fun. So it's nice. So the you lived with the guy for how long? We moved in. Well, he bought the house when we were six months into our relationship. So I moved in six months of dating him, and we lived together until we broke up. So about a year and a half. I texted you what I meant to text my wife. Are we meeting at Cold Beer and Cheeseburgers? Because she left. That was not for you. So if you see that, or your boyfriend sees that... Who are you meeting at Cold Beer and Cheeseburgers? He's not like that at all. I know, but... Which is nice. But nobody's jealous until they become jealous. But I'm just like, I'm telling the world. I wasn't yeah. wasn't oh. trying to be a creep. <laughs> I'm texting my wife, and you're the last person who texted me, so I just wrote to my wife, but to you. They have Cobra. a peanut butter and jelly burger, if you like those, and it's so good. I've never, I don't I don't go off of the beaten path from hamburgers. Like, I see the hamburger with the the egg on it, mm-hmm. or the... I went to Cold Beer and Cheeseburgers last night, and I got the peanut butter and jelly burger and a yeah. blue moon, and it was awesome. The slice of um, of uh, pineapple on the hamburger and all that stuff. Hamburger's supposed to have just hamburger shit. Okay, but when you add peanut butter and jelly on it, it makes it like 10 times better. If I try that, I might be disappointed, especially if I pay $14 for a hamburger and then it tastes horrible. Maybe I'll try it at home first. Yeah, you might want to try it at home yeah, first before if, you go out and like purchase yeah. something there. Yeah, yeah, because if I buy it and then I I'm not gonna not eat it. I'll just sit there and force myself to eat a burger and like, that this I won't bitch, love. Like, just told me to get this burger and it's awful. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm gonna hear about it at work. <laughs> exactly. Monday, BT Dub, cold beer and cheeseburgers, fucking nasty, nasty hamburger. Um, okay. You went to Colbert and Cheeseburgers last night? Yeah, I went Going over here night. in Chandler? No, I went to the... Well, my boyfriend's family lives out in Queen Creek, so we went to the one on Higley and and Jermaine, I think. Yeah, okay, that one's yeah. big. Um, so, lived with the guy for a year, year and a half. half. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about what happened? Like, was it, was it a slow breakup, or was it just, like, out of nowhere? No, or? we just... We're not good for each other. Like, we didn't have a friendship. So we just, I didn't like doing the things he liked to do. He wouldn't have interest in things I wanted to do. We didn't have a friendship. We didn't do anything together. We just sat at home and, like, bickered and argued all the time. Um, it was kind of selfish. Fun. Like, I had to, my to- I had the 2005 Toyota Corolla, mm-hmm. and I was going to get a new car. When we were shopping for new cars for me, he bought one himself, so I couldn't get a new car. And he already had a 2015 Kia Optima which was a good car, but he wanted to get the brand new Subaru WRX that he could fix up and whatnot. So because you guys had, you were living together, so you had merged. We merged our funds, yeah. Funds. That's a big mistake. For all you people out there, don't merge your funds with a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I I know people who have bought houses with people they were not married to. Yeah. I mean, and the the... Other side of that is just because you're married to somebody doesn't mean you're going to stay together. You buy a house, you get obviously get divorced. We mm-hmm. work in mortgage and we hear that shit all the time. People mm-hmm. that call in and like... It's awful. You know, it sucks. It's got to be a lot worse when it's just someone you're dating. Yeah. Or we live together. 
we've lived together for like a year, so we're going to buy a house together. It's like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of sad like a little bit because I wasted all that money. Like I put I put half down for the down payment on the house and I bought furniture there and like I put a lot of like time and money into that house and I just have to walk away from it. So that part kind of sucks, but who decided What's up? No, I'm good. Do you need anything? Can you take this? I can't quit playing with it, and the only way I'll stop playing with it is if somebody takes it away and puts it in, and you dropped it. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Say hi. Hi, I'm Kaylee. Nice to meet you. Okay. It's okay. I'll. It's no big deal. She used to be a vet tech, so she's seen hairless cats, but I just wanted her to see the coolest hair, hairlessness. Not a word. Yeah, but Gamora's, they're clawy. Gamora will tend to scratch. Peter Quill loves to be held, so. Okay. Thanks. All right, baby girl. See, now that one, the other ones, I'm like, get out. Weird. I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, the house, spending all the money to fix it up. Yeah, that was kind of rough. But, you know, you do what you do. You learn. You move on. You do learn and you do move on. I did move on. So how long between the time you just... So who decided... (laughs) Who who pulled the pin finally to say it's over? Me. You? Yeah. Because he wouldn't... He wanted to get married to me. He wanted... He was like, well, what if I, like, give you a ring? He's like, will you stay if I marry you? He's like... I, that that would have made it better, right? Marrying you would have made it better. I said, no, it wouldn't have made it better because we don't have a friendship. We don't have, like, anything in common. We're being mean to each other. You're forcing religion down my throat, and I don't want that. So it was just a lot of things that added together. So I just, I'm like, you can't put a ring on it and expect things to get better. Yeah, that doesn't. So I that, just left. That's like, oh, we stayed together for the kids. No, the kids will know you're not happy. That's just stupid. I broke up with them once, um, and then... Oh my god, that's Peter Quill. You are so cute. Close the door so Peter Quill doesn't go out if he jumps out of her hand. No, 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 don't leave. I'm saying Nia, come in instead of standing in the door being a weird creeper. You don't like me, do you? I'll let you go. Peter Quill. Oh, I love Sphinx. Where did he go? Behind you, right here. Hi. Peter Quill. Okay, I'm going to pause this. Hold on. Wow, that that's the first time I've used pause. I didn't even know it worked. Well, now it works. Now you know, I know it works. Because you know. every other time I just hit that and then it stops and I've got a whole new track to add together and now I know the pause works. Nice. You Look at something? me figuring shit out. You know, we learn something new every day. Well, that, old people can't learn new things because the hard drive is only so big. <laughs> If you rem- add something new, you'll forget like how oh, to make fine. toast or what the recipe is for peanut butter and jelly. Just get it at Cold Bear and Cheeseburgers. Exactly. It's so good. So together for a year and a half, you pulled the pin. Yep. When you pulled the pin, he was trying to talk you into getting married. Yeah, That's the- ta- yeah. Well, we were already talking about it prior to that. But when I pulled the pin, he's like, well, that would have made it better if I would have just like got married to you and would have done what you wanted. Then it would have been better. I'm like, no, it wouldn't have been better. Didn't you say he ended up in, like hooking up with somebody else right away? Um, no, I don't think he hooked up with someone else, but he definitely started dating right after. But I did too, so I can't judge him for that. 
I thought, I don't know, maybe it was somebody else I was talking to that said they moved somebody in right away. Mm-mm. I don't know who not, that was. Not him. Not him. Mm-mm. Okay. You said he was trying to push religion on you. What religion? Uh, he's very Christian. Okay. So he was trying to push the Christian religion on me. Well, he's not too Christian because he was living with you, not married. So yeah. He's Christian to a point. Well, that was a big thing in our relationship because he didn't want to do things because he was Christian and he felt bad for doing it. So he didn't want to. So he had Christian guilt. Yeah. He, had he was a living. Lot of guilt. He was, according to the the dogma, living in sin, but didn't want to sin while living in sin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that was frustrating because I'm not real. I didn't grow up religious. I think I want to learn about it, but I want right. to learn about it on my own time. And I don't like it forced upon me. So when he was trying to force it upon me every night, it was just awful. How, what do you mean he would f- try to force he it upon you? He would literally read from the Bible and like tried to like preach to me and tell me that um, you need to find God because I'm so sad that you're not you're not a person of God. He's like you're going to go to hell, and it makes me sad. He's, oh, like, I'm I'm just sitting here trying to watch Game of Thrones. How about right? if you get off my dick? Like yeah. it was, seriously, it was not fun. And, like, he would always control what I wore because I had to be a respectful woman. So if I would have worn this shirt, he would have lost his shit and been like, you need to change before you go out because that's not respecting me. So I I couldn't deal with that anymore either. You also mentioned hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes ago that you have a potty mouth. Was he, did he have a problem with that? Um, No, because he cussed too. Yeah. So not really. Okay. I was just, okay. So... He wanted to have his cake and eat it too. He exactly. Wanted, he, he was wanted, very selfish. Yeah. He, he's like, I want you to live with me, move in with me, but I, want, I don't want to do a bunch of the things. Yeah. So it just didn't work out. So I said goodbye. And has he reached out since then? Has he tried to like come crawling back? You mentioned the if I had put a ring on it thing. That was yeah. afterwards. Um, that was the first time we broke up. Oh, so we okay. broke up twice. Okay. And then he, he was crying, like crying so hard, snot was pouring out of his nose. Like Ew. I just felt guilty. Like I just felt bad like breaking someone's heart. So I just said, Okay, we'll give it another shot. Like we'll try to build a friendship and it didn't work. So. How long between one and the other? About a month. Oh, so it was it was, it never rebounded really. Mm-hmm. It never No, okay. it never got better. So I just left, yeah. And he hasn't reached out since then. How was the separating of the bills? That's not easy. He filed bankruptcy. So you so, got stuck with all the bills? No. Oh, um, you didn't have any joint he, bills? We, n- not really. Um, I had my own stuff. He had his own stuff. I I mean, his dad paid for my car insurance, so I had to get my own car insurance. Um, but his dad didn't want me to pay him back for what I he already paid for me. Um, the bankruptcy, he's filing bankruptcy and everything's getting discharged that was on credit cards. So I don't have to pay anything back. I told them if there is something that I owe... Please calculate it out. Show me, and I will pay you back. But he's like, "No, I'm just done." Yeah. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everything's pretty much separated now. I think he still has me in a couple credit cards because I can see them on my report. But I need to talk to him about that. <laughs> yeah, because if he files bankruptcy, they'll be listed as included well, as bankrupt. Well, I'm not. I didn't. Ju- I didn't get the card with him. He just added me on, so I don't think it would affect me. Oh, you were an authorized, like I was an an authorized, authorized user. user. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was an authorized user on the card. But if you can see authorized user, let me think. I'm trying if to he remember. takes me off of it, it will drop my credit score probably because I, I had all this open credit and now I don't have all that open credit anymore. But as an authorized user, I don't think, well, it, I don't know. I don't care. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll know, <laughs> we'll know shortly. So 
how long between moving out until you reached or until you and the the friend became boyfriend girlfriend um about maybe a week really yeah really ha- really were heartbroken there for a while weren't yeah, you I- <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of just done. Like, I, I knew I was done. You so, knew you were done for a yeah, while. I knew I was done for a while. So, yeah. And I, I've i always loved Josh. It's kind of sad that, you know, being in love with someone else, but dating. But I didn't think Josh and I ever had a shot. So, right. Yeah. But when he finally reached out to me, I like I, I knew I had to. So, he knew everything that was going on in the relationship. and Yes. Josh hated Steven. Yeah. Yeah. Josh hated him. Absolutely. Didn't, he always told me, like, he's not right for you. Like, he's not a good guy for you. Like, why do you put up with that? Why do you do that? But I just felt comfortable, so I didn't leave. It's It sucks. I, my first marriage, I've talked about it before, but I, my first marriage, I was married 15 years, and the reason we ended up getting divorced is as we were getting close to 15 years, everybody was like, oh, my God, what a great, it's an amazing success story. What's the secret? I was like, Secret is I don't even give a fuck about her. Like, we're just friends. We're roommates. My shit's here, so it's easy to stay here. And then when people were like, you know, you're, you've you been married longer than your parents. What's the secret? I'm like, I, the secret is I can't be here anymore. Like, and I once I figured it out, I told her the next day. Yeah. My best friend was like, you know, we got to plan this out. We should, you know, start saving money and put this aside and separate stuff. And I was like, no. Once I know, I know. And I told her right away. And then she's the one that did that. She shit all over me, made it really mm. bad financially for me. She uh, took two credit cards that we had that had zero balances in them and charged them up to the full balance. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah, and then filed bankruptcy, so I got stuck with the whole debt. That's crazy. Yeah, good times. Yeah, that's seven years of awfulness. Yeah, good times. That doesn't sound like good times. No, no. And then every year on the anniversary of our divorce, she sent me a package for four years. Like, she... she yeah. The first year was we had a bunch of Disney snow globes. Yeah. And so she put the snow globes in a box and broke them. She must have slammed the box against the wall and then put that box in another box until it dried and then shipped that box to me with all the broken snow globes that were mine, like Toy Story and all. It was just, here's glass and glitter and little shit in the box. And it was like, I broke your snow globes like you broke my heart. Like, it's a year oh, like later. Petty. Yeah, yeah, oh, super petty. The next year was, um, oh, fuck. I can't remember what the second year was. It was a, oh, I know what it was. I don't know if you can see up there on the top shelf in the back. There's a plate. It's like um, from the one of the Batman movies. There's a, oh, yeah, can, can you see it? it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had a bunch of those that were from Star Trek. I used to love Star Trek Next Generation. A box filled with broken Star Trek plates, like 30 of them. And now those plates are kind of expensive. They're like worth like 150 bucks each. Wow. And she broke a whole shit ton of them and sent those to me. Like, here's the broken pieces of my heart and the broken pieces of your fucking plates. And then... Does this still happen? No, okay. no, no. The next year was... Um, and my, my my new girlfriend, not wife at that time, but my she became my second wife, was like, why do you keep opening the boxes? I'm like, there's no return address. It's just a box. She goes... Nobody sends you anything but her, you fucking dummy. Like, when the shit comes, throw it away. And I'm like, I guess in the back of my mind, I was like, I want to see what she writes this year. Like, I want to see what still venom is and still inside of her. Third year, I, I was at work, working for the bank in Atlanta, and I was sick. And so I came home, I, ca- I called my girlfriend, 
And I was like, yeah, I'm feeling really shitty. She's like, you know, what can I do? I was like, I don't know. Chicken soup would be great. She went to Chick-fil-A and got chicken soup. And I came home and she's like, here's chicken soup. And I ate it. She goes, can I get you anything else? And I'm like, all right, I'm on a roll here. I, how about some hot tea? It's maybe some hot tea. She's like, anything else? I was like, I don't know. Foot massage. And she's like, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and she goes, are you feeling better? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. She goes, okay, there's a message for you on the answering machine. And the message was my ex-wife on the anniversary, she's like, you go fuck yourself. You're whore in this to my new girlfriend, going to be wife. You piece of shit. You got my leftovers. Blah, 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 blah. The fourth year was a picture of her with her new husband on her farm. Oh. She's like, he thanks me every, he wanted me to tell you how happy he is, how grateful he is that you're a piece of shit and that because you treated me bad, everything he does is that much better and blah, blah, blah. I was like, wow, you've really moved on. You're so happy. I can see that. In your face, yeah. If you're obviously sending messages to your ex, you're still, you've moved on. Here's a picture of me on my farm and here's a picture of me with my new husband on the tractor and our sons, (laughs) not your sons, not our sons obviously his sons but whatever and she's like and i'm so much happier now you just can't believe i'm just so happy you destroyed my life and made me i was like you really seem like you've moved on definitely she definitely moved on yeah at least it ended eventually yes it did there's there's yeah but i knew for a long time that it was over it was just easier to stay comfortable my shit was there yeah and it was like i the way i explained it when i went to a therapist was like Life is like a pie, and it's cut into sections. There's eight sections in a good pie. And, you know, it's a good job, and we have a good house, and we have good income, and, you know, we have nice things, and we go on vacations. It's just that one piece of the pie of somebody that I love and that cares about me and that I care about, and, you know, that's the focus of my life that I didn't have. And I was like, well, I guess I just don't get that one piece. I get the other seven. Yeah. And the other seven are shit that doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, you could live in a rental apartment, but be with somebody that loves you and that you care about and blah, blah, blah. No, and that's why I finally found that person that I think is like the one because he's my best friend. So That's awesome. Yeah. No, he's a great kid. A it great took kid. me a while to find between my second wife and my current wife, who will be my last wife because I'll never marry again if she ever kicks me out. But I I dated 57 women and I was trying on shoes. It was like, nope, these shoes are too soft. These shoes are too hard. These shoes have a bump in them. This like one it was, doesn't like this type yeah, of thing. Yeah, this one doesn't like movies. Like this one is, yeah. I, the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, I told that, you that, that, one, yeah that one girl with the, <laughs> nope. broke up with her right after the movie. Or the one where you went to dinner and you both were like, nope, this is not good. Yeah, oh yeah. Bye. I was like, I'm not having a good time. Are you? She's like, Nope, not even a little bit. I was like, hey, enjoy your steak. And I paid the bill and left. That was the one where you were in that awful shirt, right? The orange yeah. shirt. Yeah, <laughs> she made fun of me. I, I started the making fun of the shirt because I was doing self-deprecating humor. I was like, she's not talking and it's kind of weird. And I'm like, all right, I'll start the talking. And I started making fun of my shirt. And she was like, yeah, that shirt sucks. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's really bad. I get it. She goes, no, no, I mean really fucking bad. Like she doubled down. Like she had a chance to back off and she doubled down. She's like, no, like what were you thinking? Don't you have mirrors? Like all day long, you kept that on and then didn't change before you came here. And I'm like, damn, bitch, you're really, you're really pounding on the shirt. Like, I, it, it must be a lot worse than I thought. She goes, well, you brought it up. I'm like, yeah, but I brought it up to get you talking. She goes, yeah, now I'm talking. Are you happy? I'm like, no, mm-hmm. fuck you. I'm leaving. And, and then we both left. But she had never been to 
Outback Steakhouse before. I was like, you know, I, she was like, oh my God, are you serious? We're going to Outback Steakhouse. Like I said earlier, like I didn't know like, hey, let's just go for coffee because, mm-hmm. you know, I can get out with $4 and decide that you're a shitty person. No, exactly. I bought a steak and a baked potato and an appetizer and then paid for my own and ended up leaving it all there just because she was a horrible person. Mm-hmm. took me a long time to figure out, like, no, we don't have to eat. Yeah, no, you can just go get coffee or go do something and make it a cheap day. Like, I don't want to spend all this money on someone who's not just waste your time, you know? Fifty. I bought so many single women in so many states <laughs> dinner and breakfast or lunch or a movie or this or that. There was. It took a long time before I figured out, like, oh, I could just, we could just go for coffee. <laughs> And I don't, even, I don't even like coffee. I'll just get hot chocolate and it's, yeah. Yeah, now me and this boyfriend that I have now, we go skating a lot. Like, you should see how you much. You mentioned skateboarding. Yeah, we skateboard. Yeah, we skateboard a lot. I have lost, like, you, it was, it's crazy to think how much weight I've lost since, like, ditching Steven and going, being happy. Like, just being happy, you lose a lot of weight. Like, I'll show you. Like, it's crazy. Like, just being happy and actually exercising and not staying in a house and eating crap because you don't want to go out and do anything because you can't find anything to do together. It's fun. Let's see. Was he always a skateboard guy or is he just doing that because you like it? No, um, he's a skateboard guy. I am not a skateboarder, but I am trying new things because he does it, so I want to do something with him. Um, I'm not bad at it, but I have lost a lot of weight. This was when? This was a month and a half ago. Get the fuck out of here. There's no way. Yep, that was a month and a half ago. Are you serious? I'm serious. That's a month and a half ago. Your phone's almost dead. I'm going to put it on the charger. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was like, is it charging? Yes. Okay. Cool. Holy cow. Yeah, I've lost over 25 pounds. Why does my wife keep texting me? You've lost how much? Um, About 25 pounds. Congratulations. Mazel tov. Mazel tov, as <laughs> yeah. my Hebrew friends say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Just being happy, eating like healthier food, because now his mom cooks all the time. So we eat dinner with her, and she cooks moderately healthy. And then What's going to happen when you move in, though? I'm going to be cooking, and he's going to be cooking because he cooks too. Does he? Yeah, he cooks. He actually, you winked. You're like, because he cooks. He does He does cook. Yeah, he actually made me breakfast the other morning. It was a Jimmy Dean's microwavable sandwich, but he, he made that shit he well. He microwaved that shit well. just for me. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, my other, the ex wouldn't have done that prior to that. He wouldn't, he wanted me to make him breakfast at 4 a.m. before I went to work, so no. And he works for the other bank, um, the ex. Yeah, he works for the other bank. Yeah. yeah. We say their name because my wife works there also. Okay. Wells Fargo. Yeah. The evil empire. Yeah, he works at Wells Fargo, yeah. Yeah. I think he works. Didn't you say he works in auto, auto collections? Yeah, auto debt collections. Yeah, my wife's, one of my wife's best friends is the manager. He was over all of auto Oh, wow. Collections. They probably hate him because he's not a good employee. No. <laughs> he's not. He got fired from the bank because of him not being Oh, that's a good right. Employee. You said he worked... At our bank. Yeah, he worked at our bank for a while. That's He got me the job here. He's like, okay, I'm going to put in a good word for you. You can come work here. And like literally three months after I started working here, he got fired. Did he do auto collections also? No, he did credit cards. Or okay. Or like, yeah, chargebacks or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
because his political opinion took over. And That's right. You, I remember you saying that. He posted he, something on the homepage about his political views and how he didn't support LBGTQ things, and he got at, fired. At, on the work page. On the work homepage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they didn't like that too much. I, obviously, mm-hmm. we're we're a huge company that screams about our diversity. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's hard dating someone who's not diverse <laughs> either. That's probably another one of the reasons too. Wow, how did you guys meet? Tinder. Oh, that's right. You said that. Yeah. And and why did you stay together if you realized you had nothing in common? Like you don't have to have commonalities. Like you can you don't have to like the same things. You can hate the same things. Like I hate things my wife and i hate things together it's like oh i hate that she goes me too fuck them like we'll both mutually (laughs) hate something equally yeah we didn't really have that no Mm -hmm. no mutual hate or love it was just just kind of there just comfortable because he didn't really start voicing that until we got into the house he kept all his his uh demons inside until we moved into the house and let them all out and they're just running everywhere Hmm. okay I was going to say, like, hopefully that because you're moving in really quickly, but you've known each other for yeah, we've known each other for seven, seven years. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been on family trips together. I go to almost all of his Thanksgivings, Christmases. Like, I'm like part of the family. How, do, how does your family feel about How do both families feel like you guys finally figured the shit out? Um, they're all happy. Yeah. Like his mom was ecstatic. She just was over the moon that we were dating. Um, his dad loves me. My mom loves Josh. Like we fit my FaceTime, my mom every night and Josh is usually with me and she's like, Aww. hi Josh, love you. Have a great night. Do you really FaceTime your mom every night? I do FaceTime if not multiple times a day. That's adorable. Yeah, I call my mom maybe three or four times a day. That's adorable. Yeah, I love my mom. She's a sweetheart. Is it going to be tough with her not being so close? It is tough with her not being so close. It's, it's hard. Like I, I'm like, oh, I want to go tell my mom this. It's like, oh, wait, I can't just, like, go over to her house and see her. I have to fly or drive 15 hours to go see her. Or FaceTime a shit ton. So, yeah, we FaceTime a lot because I can actually see her and talk to her. That's one of the reasons why I got the iPhone is so I can FaceTime my mom. FaceTime. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, she's a sweet, sweet woman. Yeah. I don't know. She's my best friend. My mom is my best friend. Yeah. Well, but she still, she doesn't do that. This might my daughter's my best friend, and then she didn't parent you or try to control you, like, let you run wild. Like, she's no, still... No, she never, like, we didn't, like, she was never, like, we're not, like, that kind As of... As adults, she was my parent. friend. Yeah, yeah, okay. She was my parent while I was a kid, but now that I'm an adult, she's my friend now. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's how it should be. You should be a parent when you need to be a yes. parent. And when you're an adult, then you can have a friendship with them. It's tough because, like, I didn't have kids, and now I have kids, and it's really different to go from not having to correct anybody to correcting somebody else's child to get them to try to buy into you're still an authority figure and how much do I correct and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm sure that was hard to get into. I'm sure it still is hard. It still is every single day. Yeah. But wow. Well, I'm really happy for you. Yeah. I'm happy too. Thank you. What does he do for a living? Um, He makes CNC machines so that they cut out like, CNC. It's like a window pane thing. Um, uh, he, it's a machine that cuts out window panes. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's a glass cutting thing. Like, I or he cuts the metal for the window. I think. Yeah, like I don't know. It's a pane. Tom, he, ask he Siri it. what the fuck a window pane is. Don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But he works. He does hard labor intensive work, and um, he's good at it. 
Cool. Makes money, so. Does he enjoy it, or is it just, um, it's a job he's it's just job trying to find now, something I else? I, I don't know what he really wants. I don't know what his end goal is. He was looking into the Air Force, and then he was thinking he got, he went to EVIT for welding. Um, I, I don't know what that kid wants to do, but he's got a job now, and it's a good job. He might want to try to build himself up through that company because that company, you can make a good amount of money if you're good at what you do. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. He's 21, so we got a lot ahead Still of us. Still got time. Yeah, to, we have a lot of time. You don't have to pick a vocation now. And yeah. Nail yourself down. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm 21. It's hard to pick what you want to do for the rest of your life when you're this young. It is. Mm-hmm. What was your first legal drink? My first legal drink? Um... I went to Casa, which is like this crazy bar in Tempe, and I had a bucket of margarita. I'm sorry, a bucket yeah. of margarita. Yeah, so at Casa, they give you buckets, and it was just a bucket filled with margarita. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was my first legal drink. And how many of those did you Did you just drink the whole bucket, and that was all well, you had Well, I had, had work night? the next day, so I had a bucket there. I went and got a Moscow mule at... Um, <laughs> What is that little pizza place? I don't know. The pizza place on Mill? Mellow Mushroom? Mellow Mushroom. Yeah, we got pizza and I got um, that. Mm-hmm. And we went to Whiskey Row and I got a whiskey sour and then we went home. So and I had, then got up the next morning and came into work. Yeah, got up the next morning and came into work. I was on your team at that point. I came into work. And t- <laughs> I <laughs> remember that. Yeah, but I didn't get drunk that night. I had to work, so. How did you, wait, you drank? Three drinks. But a bucket of margarita is not. Yeah, but I, I drank prior to being 21, so. I kind of. But a, you're you're not talking about like a pail. No, no, no. It no. wasn't it's like, like it's like a little bucket, like. Oh, okay. Like a little tiny. I'm bucket. like a bucket. I'm thinking like. Oh no, not like a bucket, like a little tiny. Got it, got yeah, it, got it, got it. Thing. Okay, three yeah. drinks. I'm like yeah, a had, bucket is like eighteen. So margaritas. a bucket is probably like, like two fuck? drinks. And okay. Yeah, so that was probably equaled out to two drinks, and then I had two drinks at two other bars. Got it. And I had food too, so yeah, I didn't get drunk on my actual birthday. But my mom took me to Nashville the weekend, like the next week, mm-hmm. and then I had fun there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I drank a lot there. Did you? Mm-hmm. She made me walk from the bars to my hotel after being drunk, and that was awful. To try to walk it off? No, she just didn't want to call an Uber because it was expensive, so we walked <laughs> to our hotel. <laughs> How long was the walk? Um, it was maybe like a mile, but when you're in heels and you're drunk, it seems like drunk, a long time. It seems like, like 20 miles. Exactly. It, it was a trek for me. Wow. Yeah, I got on stage that night on my when I went the when I got drunk in Nashville. I got up on stage and sang with a band, and I don't sing well. I was just gonna ask, are you a singer? I am not a singer, but I sure got up there and sang. <coughs> what did you sing? Uh, Shania Twain, um, one of her songs. What song? Um, what was it? I'm trying to think of her song. I don't know. I I could I could pull it up, but I. Couldn't tell you what it is. Did you time. know the lyrics? Or I did what? know the lyrics. Yeah. So it's a song you know. It yeah. wasn't like you were just <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was a song I knew. Okay. Yeah. Did I they think. call you up or you just went? Well, up? Well, I requested the song to be sang by the band, and okay. I put on there. I'm 21. I just turned 21. Can you and play so they this called song? You up. And she's like, "You want to get up here?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Fuck yes, I want to <laughs> so get up there. So I got there. up there. Yep, I got free drinks off of that, too, because everybody knew I was 21. So everybody, after I got up on stage, was like, oh, here's a drink. Here, happy here's birthday. A drink. Have here's a birthday a drink. drink. Exactly. And then you had to walk it off. Yep, and I had to walk it off. Yep. It was a rooftop bar. Is that the first time you've ever got drunk and got up on a stage? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've never gotten drunk and got up on a stage after that or before that. I don't, I'm trying to think if I've ever gotten drunk and gotten up on a stage. No, I never no. have. It's fun. 
I think you got to do it once in your life. Ooh. I've done karaoke prior to that. Like but I've, you said you're a horrible singer. Yeah. I'm well, you didn't say horrible. I added horrible. Now I'm making it worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I can't, like, it's not going to sound good, but it's not going to be like, oh, I can't listen to this bitch for an hour, you know? What's your karaoke jam? Um, I sing a lot of country songs, so it's like Zach Brown Band and like Toes, like the song Toes, I Got My Toes in the Water, you know? Yeah, that kind of thing. I like country music. Country's your favorite? Um, country and rap is my favorite. Now, that's a diverse lane. It is diverse. Yeah. Yeah, Josh got me into a lot of rap music, and then I listened to country on my own, so. The country was your preferred. Yeah, and, it was my preferred. And then he introduced me into more stuff, so. Hmm. So what is the, the what's the plan? You guys are moving into an apartment. When do you move in? December 21st. December 21st, right before Christmas. Yep, right before Christmas. His mom's so sad. She's like, you're really leaving the nest right before Christmas? And we're like, we're going to come over for Christmas. And she's like, okay. So moving in December, mm-hmm. have you already picked out his Christmas present? Um, we're not getting each other Christmas presents. That is our Christmas presents. So out. a lot of people say that and they don't stick to it. No, we really don't care. Like okay. we're not getting each other Christmas presents. We're getting Christmas presents for the family, like his family. That's what that's what my wife and I do. We don't, I'm like, when we first got together, it was like an anniversary. I'm like, all right, so for our anniversary, we're gonna, I don't celebrate anniversaries. We're not going to celebrate an anniversary. It's just another day. I was like, what? No, we're not. I'm not doing that. Same thing with Valentine's Day. She's like, fuck that. That's, that's. This isn't a Hallmark life. Like, it is. It's all Hallmark. It's like, I got shit is. to do. And I was like, okay, I just want to make sure you're serious because I don't want to, like, come home and have you have bought your own flowers because I'm a horrible husband. She's like, no, I, I don't care about any of that shit. She doesn't even know the day we got married. Wow. If I asked her right now, she'd go, I don't know, August, September, something. I don't know. Josh She's and I wrong. started dating a month ago today, so... Today's I, your anniversary? I, our one month anniversary. What? I know. And you're spending it with me and I'm asking you out to go have cold beer and cheeseburgers <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah. Already nice? other people sniffing around. <laughs> Great. Sorry, Josh. No, we don't do that. No. We, I mean, I th- I like anniversaries. So like our one year, I care about that. But the months, like, I don't, like, yeah, we've been together for a month. But, but Christmas, you're not going to buy each other Christmas gifts. No, we're going to save because we just bought an apartment and we have to go do all of that stuff. So we have to spend money there. And then his, we're going to get his family gifts like his grandparents love cornhole. So we're going to get them professional cornhole bags mm-hmm. for Christmas. And then his mom, we're going to take pictures of all of us kids and give it to her in like an album. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to spend our money on that. Year. And you guys have to furnish an apartment, like? Um, no, we don't have to furnish it at all. We already I have furniture from being with my ex, okay. and um, he's we're taking his bed up there. We have to get bar stools, and I think that's it. I have cups, I have everything. So, well, that's good then. Yeah. At least you didn't have to start from scratch. No, we don't have to start from scratch. I had to do that twice. Yeah, it sucks. I started from scratch twice. Offer up. Horrible. Offer up is your best friend. There was no offer up when I did it. I don't oh. think. Well. Yeah. Craigslist. <laughs> back, oh, then, back then, Craigslist was just hookers. And oh, really? So, yeah. You know, that's, Craigslist, was, Craigslist was just known for, I mean, it had other stuff, but Craigslist was mostly used for people to get hookers. I didn't know that. Yeah, Craigslist, and then there was another, another similar to Craigslist thing called Backpage, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing. Oh. Backpage was started here in Arizona, and it was just... Across just hookers. Wow. 
And then they were prosecuted and the guys left and went to other countries to hide from prosecution from the United States and blah, blah, blah. That's crazy. I, yeah. I literally thought it was a place where you buy used cars. I mean, and- it's used cars <laughs> and a hand job. But <laughs> hey, I want to buy your car and exactly. take your wife out. Um, like, yeah. Let's go. I mean, you know, if we could take a couple off of the price of the car, you know, a little toss in a salad or something. That's nasty. <laughs> You toss my salad over exactly. your car. <laughs> you know, your car's got a couple dings in it, but, you know, if your wife will come around the corner with me, <laughs> like, maybe I'll still buy it, and the tires are a little bald, so that's nasty. <laughs> oh, wow. I've had a really good time. Same. Were you, are you're, you're, you were nervous. Well, I you was, weren't nervous, then you got nervous. Yeah. Now you're not nervous. No, I'm not nervous. Was there anything I didn't ask you about that you were hoping I was going to ask? No, I figured, no, I didn't really, like, think, like, oh, I want to talk about this specific thing. I just had stories, like, planned out in my mind. If he asked me this, like, oh, I can talk about this. Is there that. a story that you're like, God, I really want to tell, and I didn't ask? Mm, no, I have a lot of stories. I don't know. Well, I mean, then you'll have to come back and yes. tell me more stories. We can definitely do another podcast. Thank you for coming. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks. Everybody, I didn't introduce her at the beginning <laughs> of the first episode, and I didn't introduce her at the beginning of the second episode. Introduce yourself. Well, hi, my name is Kaylee. <laughs> you see, the, you see the introduction is at the beginning. I'm a shitty host. I was just so excited you were here. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> we didn't want to give out my name. Just no, no, yeah, she's in a witness relocation program after the last relationship. So <laughs> yeah, don't want she's to hiding find from me. his debtors. So. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Everybody, thanks for listening. Fuck off. Susu Studio. Live long and prosper. Make better choices. Get better results. The friend zone is not permanent. You can fight your way out of there, clawing, kicking, and screaming. She is living proof. Have a great day.
But I swear I'll never quit trying The beast in me cannot be tamed They say I'll die a poor man A recluse with nothing to eat But I've got my cash, you've got my spirit And that's all this hillbilly needs But I don't care what people say About me behind my back Cause me and the man got it all figured out Me and 